Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey Listen Games Cast, episode 140. Today, we have a lot of fun new games that have come out this year that we're going to be talking about in indie review as well as news as always. Joining me here today is the Nathan Wagner. I wish I had half a beautiful voice as you do. Your, your voice is perfect for podcasting. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you're back here to, uh, to record the show this week with me. Uh, I know you've been kind of uh, kind of busy this summer, as we all have. Rob is sadly uh, not able to join us today. He'll this, be back this eventually. It's just like all of our schedules are like complete opposite. Yeah, so but Nathan and I are here. We'll be talking about a lot of different games. Um, and of course, my name is Jeffrey Morse, and you can uh, find us on Twitter at HeyListen underscore Games. Um, anyways, I usually do that plug at the end, but I'll just throw it out there. We'll start off the news with talking about uh, one of my favorite games, of course, talking Destiny 2 on the new Shadowkeep expansion, uh, which was slated to come out in the middle of September, has now uh, been delayed to October 1st. Um, Bungie just announced this uh, today. And basically they said, you know, we are just wanting to keep it in the oven just a little bit longer, get things just right. Um, and the great thing is we're our own publisher. So <laughs> we can, can wait a couple weeks yeah. because we're in charge and we can do that. And we would figure that you, our fans, would want to do that as well. Um, and then they kind of, you know, announced when the, the, the first raid would be because there's always, you know, a race to see you can do that first. And mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of unfortunate that you, Got pushed back a little bit, but again, you know, I think if it makes for a better game, everyone's kind of okay with that. Uh, honestly, I was thinking about September, and I guess um, I don't really know what the schedule, release schedule is as much for the PS4, but for the Switch, September is actually absolutely jam-packed with different releases. Like, oh, yeah? Zelda comes out September 20th. Oh, um, I forgot that was a September yeah, game. Yeah, that's a September game. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in it, oh, I forget what it's called, but that, like, terrible demo that is supposed to be better. Oh, the Demon X Machina? Yeah, I think that's coming out like September 13th or something like that. Yeah. There's a couple cool indie games that are supposed to be coming out in September yeah. as well. So that's for me, I'm like, fall really um, yes, off. please, push it back to November yeah. or to October, excuse me, because, yeah. you know, I'll have more time Make some to, room. to play it. So Yeah, no, that's, that's happened last year when they put their big expansion out the same week as Spider-Man, which That's was right. very busy week. Yes. Um, but yeah, which means uh, Destiny First Light is also going to be releasing October 1st instead as well. That's the free, free yeah, to play? free to play. So Destiny's going free to play. It's called Destiny First Light. So if you're looking to get into Destiny 2 for the first time, um, or maybe you've just been out for a while, uh, circle your calendar for October 1st, that Tuesday. That'll be a good time to jump in um oh and then they did say cross save will be coming later this summer which beforehand is beforehand which Neat. isn't this the last month august of summer so this uh, month probably I think technically for financial reasons september is the last okay month. <laughs> so so hopefully soon I, I i will say i i have some bungee people on my friend list and i when i hover over their account in the game it says cross play enables so like they're obviously so they're testing they're already it, testing it and it's already working for the internal employees so I think that will come soon, which would be nice to kind of play on other platforms. Yes. Anyways, um, next news piece is a a game that will be coming to Switch that was previously unannounced. Nathan, please tell us what uh, game. Nintendo tweeted out, I believe this was a couple days ago. We're recording this on August 1st. And uh, Nintendo tweeted out that that the Outer Worlds would be coming to um, the Nintendo Switch. Um, They tweeted out an announcement with it. Along with that announcement was like a six-minute video with the devs kind of just talking about the game a little bit, talking about... Was it like game footage or just the developers um, talking? It was the developers talking. I think there was some game footage in the background, but I don't 
I actually didn't watch the full video because this game kind of intrigues me, but not not that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the, there th- was n- this is different from the Outer Wilds, which I talked yeah, about. Yeah, the, the, show before, the Outer right? Wilds just came out a couple months ago. That's an indie game. This is a game from um, Obsidian, the makers of uh, a lot of different games. But this is kind of the spiritual successor successor to Fallout New Vegas, which of course released on yeah. the last generation. Which this consoles. is made by the same team for the most part. Right? Yeah, the yeah. same same team. I mean, some some team members have moved on and stuff like that, yeah. but. They've kind of talked about how it's a sp- spiritual successor to that. You cool. know, it's first-person RPG where you're in a some kind. Of, this is more of an apocalyptic um, space. Yeah, no, the, the skyboxes and stuff looks really cool. Almost yeah. something kind of like No Man's Sky, where it's like very colorful, tons mm-hmm. of different mm-hmm. planets and stuff. And the this is kind of interesting to me because there's not really any games like this out on the Switch. Like yeah. big, you know, third or first-person RPG shooting games. So mm-hmm. like. I think it'll do really well on the Switch, and it's good to see it coming. Yeah. So did they announce, is it coming out on the release they, day? Or? So the, the release date for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC version of the game is the end of October, I think October 27th or something, okay. but I don't know. So maybe a little bit maybe, maybe a little but bit they later. But they didn't announce a release date at this point, so I would imagine it'd be like a lot of other Switch ports were like, hey, we want to do a Switch port, and it's <laughs> going to come out like a month or two after. Okay. Hope, hopefully they get yeah. it done quickly we will see cool well yeah um, no it looks like a pretty cool rpg game to, to have on the switch and you know be able to take it anywhere maybe it's worth the wait if you have the yeah. other systems too i forget who they said who was doing the port as well but it's i forget who it is but it, it was some developer that has previous it, oh, previous cool. experience porting the maybe switch. panic button or so, something yeah they, yeah they do a good job mm-hmm. um well our next news has to do uh with bethesda um <laughs> And if you, you've been kind of paying attention the last couple of days, this kind of got a mild controversy um, where at uh, QuakeCon, which is a big uh, you know, conference about Quake, Doom, all these different things, they uh, announced that the original uh, first three Doom games are going to be re-released and ported to um, all modern platforms, including the Nintendo Switch. Um, so, you know, everyone's super excited. As, as you know, we have a friend of the show, uh, Chris Raymond, Loves Doom, so I, I messaged him right away. I'm like, oh, did you hear about this? This is awesome. And he's like, yeah, I downloaded him this morning when I saw that, but like I wasn't able to get it working. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> and then he lets me know later. He's like, yeah, so I tried him again, and I have to connect to the internet and create a Bethesda.net account to progress past the main menu and play the game. So literally, you have to... Create an account, I assume, for like a mailing list or to link some type so, of account. I don't know. To play a 25-year-old game on a portable cl- Clarifying system. question, just really quick. Yes. They didn't like add in, because I know like, you know, the original Doom back on PC, you could like hardwire computers together like mm-hmm. through LAN and play it with your friends if you played it through LAN support, basically. Yeah. They didn't like go in and like add internet capability no there, there's no online like, multiplayer you know, like or split the, screen or the anything. nes online app or something like that no, right there's so, literally so nothing there's added no there's reason no reason for, for it to, to have on you have to have to connect to the yeah. internet like that's the thing like account. if oh there was an online multiplayer that they added in like yeah. maybe i could understand it yeah. you know you got to connect in there to play this game but no this is just a port of a game that came out on super nintendo that you have to have an internet connection Wait, to play Doom came out on super nintendo yeah they did like a red cartridge and everything I, I have was it. Was there like green blood? I don't. I don't remember. I, I don't curious. remember the code. I can show I you. Know. I okay, can show okay. you. You'll have to show me later. Yeah, and uh, it, it runs terribly. It's like five frames per second yeah. or something. Yeah, and the controls are terrible. But yeah, this is a game that's been out for twenty five years. You have to have internet to play it. Um, but Thes, after seeing all the internet outrage and people p- making fun of it, um, 
there's some great memes you can look up of people like <laughs> photoshopping the beginning of like Mario games and saying you need a Bethesda not account and an internet to play, to this, play game. this game. Uh, but they've said, oh, it was apparently an accident, quote unquote, and uh, it was just meant to be optional, and they're going to be patching it at some point to uh, take that requirement out. So, um, kind of interesting. But uh, if you haven't played the original Doom games and uh, you got a Switch or you know these other platforms, you can get them on there. And um, one thing to note too, also talking to our Doom expert, um, he recommended to me just buying the Doom Three BFG edition on the Xbox. Um, because it came out on 360, it came with Doom 3, and then ports of 1 and 2 with a bunch of bonus features, mm-hmm. split screen, stuff like that. And um, you can buy that used, like a GameStop or something, for like 10 15 bucks, which is cheaper than buying all these new ones. Um, so if you have, have an Xbox, you can get that. It's backwards compatible on the Xbox One, but you cannot download it. They they took, oh, they took that it off the Xbox They took store. it off the Xbox Store, so you would have to buy the newer, sense. more expensive yeah. ones, which yes. is very tricky. But anyways, very interesting story. Um, I'm excited to see what Bethesda re-releases Someday next to require Bethesda internet. will get a win. They have not had a good track record the last year. That's true. That's true. Um, but next news is uh, kind of some good news that also kind of has to do with online. Is that uh, Nintendo is will be adding Mario Tennis Aces uh, for free uh, for Nintendo Switch Online members to play for about a week. So it's like a trial is what they're calling it, right? Well, it's the full game actually, which yeah. is which is pretty cool. So you can download and play the full game of Mario Tennis Aces, the online modes, story mode, everything, um, from August seventh to August thirteenth, as long as you are a current uh, online, online member. Um, which I think is really cool. I mean, I already have this game, but I'm excited just because, you know, maybe some people like you and some other friends who have been kind of interested in the game, maybe I can get them to download it. We download can play some online. Play you can play online doubles yeah. together. Um, and then it will be discounted to buy, I think, by like 33% um, for like the next week afterwards as well. Like- so if you liked it, you can carry over your progress. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I think it's good just because this game's online has kind of suffered since Smash Bros. has come out. And... <laughs> Trying to find matches online, especially in the doubles playlist, has been very, Super very difficult. Slow. It takes a long mm-hmm. time. They had to like reduce the size of their tournaments so like oh because there's not as many fine. people. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it'll, it'll be good to kind of repopulate that for a little bit. Maybe get some more people playing. But overall, sure. a, a pretty good game. And are you planning on checking this out since it'll be free to since play? Since it's free, it, you know, it doesn't hurt to download it and play. I remember when this game was first coming out, like they did those tests, whatever they called them. Oh yeah. They like a beta. Yeah. Like beta online betas. And I had a bunch of fun with that and was thinking about buying the game. And then you kind of bought it and I played it with you a bunch and I was like, Oh, okay. This is, you know, I decided it's Mario tennis. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a Mario tennis game, but it's, I, I think it's interesting and nice that Nintendo is experimenting with different ways to boost the value of Nintendo Mm -hmm. switch online. Like people, you know, the NES games we're getting that are coming out these days are like, not. really scraping yeah. the bottom of the barrel exactly. so so hopefully yeah this is a trend and maybe they'll be start starting to offer some more kind of you know hey yeah this this, this other big nintendo game exactly. is free to play this yeah. week whether they do it's... this or you know keep keep throwing stuff at the wall see what sticks yeah and hopefully maybe there'll be a direct in september saying they're adding snes since that'll be a year since nintendo switch online yes that, that would be great to get some super launched. nintendo games on there yeah um but yeah I, I definitely uh, recommend checking it out. It's a pr- pretty good game, at least to uh, play through the campaign mode. Uh, story mode's pretty fun, and cool. you get access to it. Yeah, you could probably get through it. It's not very long. Totally. You could beat it about, about four hours. Yeah. 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 Um, and nice. then the last news story um, is uh, Nintendo is going to be, or 
already they is. Are. They are offering free Joy-Con drift repairs. Um, now, have you had this Joy-Con drift issue I with have. any of your Joy-Cons? So have you? I've officially tested all my Joy-Cons because I, okay. I was kind of noticing some issues. Yeah. And um, three out of my four uh, Joy-Cons were affected. Really? So okay. my two launch ones and then uh, my one of my other ones. I bought an additional red and blue one. Okay. So yeah. three out of the four were affected. And basically what this does is it the uh, the when you release the joystick it doesn't go right back to the neutral instead it registers on the switch as still going right left down or up or something yeah. so like playing a game like smash bros or a platformer you can imagine like your character Why starts moving character away you, off the stage? you don't want them to move can yeah. be very frustrating yeah. um and the, the best way to test this if you're wondering if this affects you is if you go into the switch uh, system settings there's a down at the very bottom the calibrate uh controller uh, button you can calibrate the control sticks yeah and basically you just move around the stick and it'll show a little icon and for me when I, i'd move it around and i'd let go it would kind of like move like a little bit slower or it'd kind of move around on its own and so there's there's a nice way to test if, did if you, you're wondering about now did that. you realize that you had this issue before you went i did yeah <laughs> okay I, I i i'm thinking about mine and i haven't noticed this at all which i'm crossing my fingers because i feel very lucky well do you think you maybe you just i haven't noticed maybe i just haven't noticed but <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Like, I feel like if it's that big of an issue, I feel like you yeah. kind of have to know this, just depending on what you're playing. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, for me personally, the reason I hadn't contacted Nintendo and tried to get a repair set up before was just because I didn't want to go through the hassle because I've been, luckily I've invested in Pro Controllers, so I've been using those most of the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. those don't have any issues with that. And yeah. so I've just been using mostly Pros. But now that they're offering it for free, I'm like, okay, I'll... Get yeah, a thing, send it in. Sense. So I mean, Nintendo will send you a label. Whatever, you just Nintendo send it in. generally has very good customer service and they they great about doing this kind yeah. of stuff. So. Yeah, I had to get a couple of repairs over these. I think I got my original Wii repaired, and I they, did. Yeah, they, they didn't charge me for that, which was yeah. nice. So yeah. they're usually pretty good. It. I heard it's about a ten-day turnaround, which isn't too bad. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if this has affected you at all, um, definitely go on Nintendo.com. They have a form you just fill it out real quickly, then they'll uh, send you a packaging. Uh, uh, a label, a label to, to ship it out. Yeah, so yeah. definitely check that out if you are affected. Um, so our next segment, we are going to be talking about our favorite games of 2019 so far. So um, the first half of this year has been, I don't know, maybe a little slow. It's kind of heated up in, in the summer, at least at least for me. There's been a lot if of good you're games a Nintendo recently. Fan, it has, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, we, we've talked about how Sony has had a couple really good years the last year mm -hmm. or two. Um, I haven't bought a single PS4 game this year. I haven't either. I mean, so Sony released Resident Evil 2 came out, which wasn't a Sony game, but it came out only on the PS PS4, I think. Or did it come out? I think it was on Xbox. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so it was Capcom. But yeah, that was, that was a really big release. That was a really big yeah. release, but I don't do horror games, so yeah. I was kind of out on that. And then the yeah. only Sony game that's really come out is the Days Gone game that came out yeah. in April, which kind of... Which wasn't that great, supposedly. Wasn't that great, and I'm already over zombies anyway, so... <laughs> well, it's it just, when you look at... All the big games Sony's put out the last couple of years with God of War and Spider-Man and Horizon, like yeah, yeah. you know, games like Days Gone and Detroit kind of don't look as good compared to those, yes. you know, like masterpiece games almost. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of great Nintendo stuff, some great indies that we wanted to highlight for you guys. Um, so if you're looking for some new games to get uh, that have come out this year, maybe some of these games on the list uh, would be ones you'd like to try. Um, I will say the one PS4 game that um, I guess I did technically get, I didn't buy because it's free, mm -hmm. um, but one of the best games of this year, in my opinion, is has been Apex Legends, which was you know the, the free-to-play surprise game that was dropped by Respawn, the makers of Titanfall. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, it's, it's not in the switch, at least not yet. Uh, but it's on pretty much every other platform. And I've played it a ton on PS4, especially that first like month first, where like, it month, came yeah. out. The first, first, first month, it was really, really fun. It felt, it was such a great, unique take on the battle Royale genre. Like, yeah. How it did everything. I hadn't played like call of duty had launched our battle Royale, you know, that fall yeah. before. And I hadn't played, I played it either. That one yeah. Because it was the first person and you had to pay for it, obviously. Yeah. So. Not a $60 call. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was really, really smart taken. It made everything easier with the way you transferred weapons and everything like that. So yeah, it was a ton of fun. Lot, I mean, lots I of really good changes that, time. that even Fortnite like had to take notes and go, okay, we're going to start adding some of these things from apex. So it's just, it's yeah. even made Fortnite a better game and just mm-hmm. adding some competition and, uh, I saw they just put out another another new character. They're, they start a new season in Apex, and they're continuing to support that game. And you know, I I kind of wish it was back in that launch month, like because I had so many friends online playing it. So like, I'll just log in my PS4 and see people were playing, and just you know, create a squad, and we'd go play for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just talking about it makes me want to get jump back in there and give it a shot because I love I love the. Yeah. The, the tense moments you get in, you know, those those online matches. And I was lucky enough to win, like, a good handful of matches before, you know. Before everything got too the, crazy. Yeah, before people got too got good. too meta. I, I don't think I'll probably win a game anytime soon again. But uh, yeah. some some really cool moments that in that game. So if you haven't given it a shot yet, you got Xbox or PlayStation or PC, uh, definitely check out Apex Legends. Free to play, so. Imagine, like, so think about this. Like, imagine buying a console now and just how many different could not buy any games how many different yeah. play games you could get and download it's true with and <laughs> yeah just apex really and like cool... fortnite alone you have so many content hours if you like online games yeah so. exactly um but yeah so apex Legends is one of the first games we wanted to talk about that came out earlier this year um another game i wanted to highlight is a indie game called uh, Wargroove, which was a, a strategy game released um it's on all platforms now it just came out on playstation yeah. um but i picked up on the switch and it's fits so well in there because you know it's very kind of advanced warsy um mm-hmm. which was you know the old game boy advanced series uh little cute chunky sprites and you're going around a grid on a battlefield and i'm not normally the biggest turn-based strategy fan but this was a game that kind of like apex where when i first got it, I, I think i sunk like 15 hours into it, like the first like two two weeks that i had it um and there's still so much to do in there which is the fun thing if you're someone who likes to get tons and tons of hours and gameplay out of your games this game has the the custom custom maps and you can download maps and complete story modes and campaigns yeah, and missions can make, like their own basically games almost within it right? totally yeah you can make your full campaign with a world map and like little dialogue and like do tons of different crazy things in there and i've i've only kind of scratched the surface of what those are but mm-hmm. um they have like an official blog for the game where the developers highlight some of their favorite ones and there's you know obviously using youtube and different things you can find tons of cool stuff on there but yeah really really enjoyable game if you like like uh, turn-based strategy games and the characters and the music is is awesome to I me mean, you get to play as a dog so it's, yeah and it's the, the right i didn't i didn't get the game but i've watching you play a little bit the mm. writing seemed very clever and very yeah cute, no yeah so. it's, it's very very uh very cheeky very very fun <laughs> and uh yeah lot to do there and you can play it uh you can do hot seat mode uh too so if you have one controller you can uh, pass it between four different people and all play in the same battle if you wanted to, which is cool. That's really neat. Um, and I think, yeah, there's crossplay as well, crossplay online, which. Oh really? I've barely, I barely scratched the surface on that as well. I think Wargroove just launched pretty recently on PS4 and stuff like yes, that. Yes, like it did. It, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's on, on all platforms now. now. If you want to check it out. And yeah. you know, obviously, if you have PC, you know, that's a good good place to play strategy games as well. But yeah, yeah you can play it on any platform. 
and uh, it does a good job scaling if you if you're playing on Switch. So if you go to the TV and go to handheld, mm-hmm. it kind of scales how much of the map you can see, so that the pixel art still looks really good. Um, so I thought that was really neat too. Yeah. Good little good little touch. Um, so yeah, definitely check out War Groove. I think it's uh, I think it's twenty dollars if you're looking to pick that one up. It's also on Game Pass if you have an X- Xbox Game oh, Pass. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, Nathan, what's another another one of our top games? Um, let's see here. Well, the next one, seg- we kind of take a big break in between like <laughs> February and then we jump to June because apparently nothing good came out in the, in, the, in those months. So <laughs> yeah, Yoshi wasn't very good. Yoshi wasn't <laughs> was the only good. other game um, really I, I got. The game I was looking forward to that I, um, was my time at Portio, which came out in April. Oh yeah, which I played a lot for like two weeks. And then it got just got. It's a good game, but it just gets a little bit too grindy. So okay. I kind of stopped playing it because it was like oh, I have to do so much. Too stuff much to, to do. Yeah. <laughs> to whatever. Um, so the next game I want to talk about is Mario Maker Two. Actually, yes. which is a game that I've been playing <laughs> a ton of recently. Which probably, I mean, I'm just gonna flat say it's probably my game of the year so far. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens the rest of the year, but just with how much fun I've had with it, and just how easy it is to lose time making levels or playing yes. levels is yes. awesome. Yeah, and the amount. Um, just a different variety of stuff in there. Obviously, from user-made levels, the user-made levels are much better than in Mario Maker 1 yeah. because people have experience. And there's more, more did tools the whole as well. story mode and stuff like that, which is cool. And then, obviously... Yeah, and there's over, like, 80-something levels in story mode, too. Like, there's yeah, a ton, I, ton I've there. barely played story mode. I've only played, like, 10 levels of it or something okay. like that. So Yeah, keep at it. There's some really cool ones. And there's even some little bonus levels you can find by exploring the world map and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, have, have you made a level yet, Mario Maker? I've made one level. It is called, what is it, Snowcap Sierra is what it's called. Um, I've had a fair amount of people play. I, it was the first level I made. I had a lot of fun making it. I made it in 3D World style because that's obviously the best. And then I've like started like three other levels that I've kind of been <laughs> working on together. I wanted to ask you this. Have yeah. you made a level with uh, another person like co-op at all yet? Um, I did it to experiment with it for five minutes and then... Uh stopped yeah okay. so not really <laughs> uh I have a couple complaints about so me and ashley started making a level mm-hmm. and one you have to you can't use pro controllers you can only use the joy cons which is kind of fresh like, like why would you do that that's, Just, that's nintendo that design <laughs> and then that two really weird. like it was fine for what it was but it just it is kind of funny because you can just end up screwing each other up and turning it into <laughs> make a chaotic <laughs> level making a super chaotic level that no one can beat um like it's a cool idea but it's not as fun as i thought it would well be even it. even just using a controller in general to make levels is already kind of difficult like there's definitely a learning curve to using the controller yeah. and yeah. there's so many different little buttons and things you know to add things so yeah mm-hmm. i could see how doing it with two people could get frustrating Especially I, on the joy con because like yeah. i i made the level i made most and what i've been using mostly is actually a controller like i kind of like making on there okay. Um, so use the pro controller. Using a pro controller yeah. versus the Joy-Con is so small and has so such yeah. little real estate that doesn't yeah, really yeah. work very well. Yeah, I I, I do want to say too. I uh, picked up the the G Bros Eight Bitdo adapter, which is a little wireless adapter that you can plug in uh, any classic controller or uh, the GameCube controller into, and it uses okay. wirelessly on the Switch. Yeah, and so uh, you may be thinking like, why do I want to be using my old Wii classic controllers? But the Super Nintendo and NES Classic controllers have that same controller port. So I've actually been oh, using okay. uh, my NES or Super NES pads to play Mario Maker levels. And it that felt good? feels really good. Okay. Like to have that, that big old Super Nintendo D-pad yeah. Um, yeah. is awesome. And obviously if you're making levels, you know, I, I don't use it for that. But anytime you're playing, it, it feels really good. And there's like pretty much no lag on it too. So nice. it, it was on sale for like uh, last month on Amazon. It was like 
15 bucks, I think. So yeah. if you have a good class controller from the, the Wii days, like the class controller pro is a really good controller they made, mm-hmm. or even just, you want a wireless GameCube controller. Um, definitely recommend checking that out. It works really well. Sweet. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but yeah, Mario Maker 2, I think goes without saying, definitely get that if you got a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo announced they sold like 3 million copies of that game in like two days. Or something. Already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's, it's actually uh, way more than that by now. Yeah. I mean, I've always said this. If you have a Nintendo console and you're wondering what games to buy, if it has Mario in the title, just buy it. You're, you're not going to regret it. It's going to be good, especially if it's a platformer like Mario Maker 2. So. Yeah. Um, so the next game I want to talk about was Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which uh, came out uh, just about two weeks ago. And I have been playing this a ton. I, I beat, I've beaten the main story campaign on the, um, I guess, hard... It's not really hard. I'll say normal mode because basically mm-hmm. uh, easy and a normal mode you start with. After you be in hard mode, you unlock the real hard mode that makes you yeah. cry because it's insanely difficult. But um, this game, I know you haven't got a chance to play it, Nathan, but I really, really like it. If you played any of the old Marvel games, Ultimate Alliance games, you'll love this game. Does it feel pretty similar? It does does feel pretty similar, and, and it does what I really like from those games. Um, the art style in this game is actually really, really good. Is it? Because mm-hmm. I remember like when they announced it, it kind of... Maybe it was just the way they announced it, but it just mm-hmm. kind of looked... I didn't love the way it looked. No, it, it looks good. They, they brought in so many different characters. Like, They brought in practically every character from the MCU because you know those are the characters that are relevant right now. Yes. Um, but as well as that, they've also brought in a ton of more obscure characters that maybe myself being a big Marvel fan, I didn't really know much about. Wow. So, so that's kind of fun because you get to kind of learn more about new characters. And it, the story mode is awesome. It's way better than the other story modes in the first two games. Mostly just because, you know, I mean, it's Infinity Stones and you're tracking them down to find Thanos and stuff. Like, you know, beat-wise, you know, it doesn't do anything amazing, but it has these moments where it lets each character kind of shine when it introduces them. Mm-hmm. Think kind of like uh, Smash Bros. Subspace Emissary, you know, where you start okay, yeah, yeah. a couple of characters yeah. and you do these cutscenes and, you know, Luigi and, you know, Kirby, King Didi, all these different characters. So you start off and every character kind of gets like a little cutscene or introduces them, it puts a little name card, has like a little joke about them underneath, <laughs> you know, kind of like Borderlands style. Um, and then they get added to your roster like shortly after. Neat. So, so yeah, so you're like constantly unlocking new characters all the way up to the last level of the game. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a roster, I think the roster is about 30 characters, which is a ton of characters yeah. Yeah. for a game like this. Um, and then there's um, four, four bonus unlockable characters who are hero slat or more. More villain type characters, I'll say. I okay. won't spoil them yeah. for people, yeah. but you get to unlock uh, some special uh, characters by doing uh, challenges afterwards, uh, too. So. Oh, so there's extra kind of challenges. Yeah. There. So that's the fun thing too is. There's Have you the, beaten the game yet? Yeah, beaten the main okay. campaign. Uh, but how there's... long is the, the main campaign? Like ten hours or something? Like, because I remember the the other ones they were yeah they weren't super long. It depends on your difficulty. Okay. Um, but yeah, at least ten hours. Okay, that's um, pretty good. And then I was actually surprised by the amount of cutscenes because it's not just cutscenes between like stages. I think there's mm-hmm. nine different main stages throughout the game, but there's m- many, many multiple cutscenes throughout every single stage. And so basically, in between kind of each kind of main little section, you'll get more cutscenes. And I was honestly surprised of how many different cutscenes there were. So, and like I said, the art style looks really good on those cutscenes, and they did a really good job on them. So, um, really, really fun game to play through. Obviously, if you have anyone to play with, locally um this game is awesome for that because you can yeah. play so many different players um, i mean four players locally and then um online works better than i thought it would as okay. well 
<laughs> Which good. with a Nintendo, you know, exclusive game, it's yeah, always exactly. the question mark. Yeah. Um, it, it's annoying to set up a game, you know, which is what we've had to deal with with Nintendo. There's no voice chat. You can't send invites and stuff, but you have to go in, you create a lobby, you can make it private or public, wait for people to join, and then go in and pretty much do whatever you want. So I haven't had any lag. It works really great. I've played a lot of online games with Chris, you know, we mentioned earlier. Um, Works really well. And then you can also do the challenge mode and jump between those challenges online. Who's your, who's like your team? Do you have a, I mean, obviously you're playing different characters. Yeah, yeah. My my highest level characters are Black Panther, Spidey, Wolverine, and Venom. Venom. Yeah. Nice. So I I really like the the smaller, faster characters. Yeah. And then um, every character has different moves that synergize. And that's kind of the end game. It seems really basic at first because you have a light attack and a heavy attack and then four different special moves. Yeah. Um, and then you super obviously, but your special moves will pair with other character special moves and do like double damage. Mm-hmm. So that's where the real kind of like difficulty comes in is using those at the right time and then getting uh, the big enemies have stagger bars. So finding the right time to stagger it's and stagger unleash them. yeah, a bunch of yeah. damage. So really, really fun. If you like kind of beat em up games or like Marvel at all, or just looking for a fun, easy to play co-op game, it's definitely, definitely one of the best games of the year for that. So Sweet. definitely liking it. But, uh, yeah, so next game on the list, um, Cadence of Hyrule. This is the Crypt of the Necrodancer game, which so I tried getting you to me. play, Nathan, and you're just like, what I, is I, rhythm? I started I playing what's the going game, on. and then a message that popped up said, hmm, you're having trouble with the attacking. Do you want to turn off rhythm? And Jeff's like, oh, I didn't know you could turn off rhythm. <laughs> which is so, a nice feature, I guess, for people. Like, I, yeah, I haven't played with well, it. Well, you know, it's nice for people who are really big Zelda fans who maybe don't have rhythm like me, which yeah. I haven't bought the game yet because I just am terrible at rhythm games in general and don't really yeah. like them. But well, the it, art style is beautiful and the music is really good. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. For sure. The music is awesome. And then I don't think I mentioned this when we talked about the game when it first came out, but uh, there's two different versions of each song in the game. Oh, really? Um, so is I've there heard, like a light and dark world? Is that why? Or? Um, no, it's, it's basically a battle theme and a relaxed theme. And so if you're just going through Hyrule Field, field just kind of do the normal Hyrule Field music. And then as soon as you cross over to an area that has enemies, just completely in sync with everything that's going on, it'll just add in a little bit more tension to make like a battle theme version. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with like the Gruta Valley or like the castle themes or the cave themes. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you defeat the enemy, it instantly kind of transitions into the more calm version of the song. So mm-hmm. there's actually quite a bit of difference between the two. It's not just like adding a drum or anything. So yeah. that's kind of fun too, just listening to all the different songs and the different versions and most of them are remixes of you know the you know favorite tunes from link to the past and all these old games so it just kind of makes you very happy especially the hyrule field one yes. they mix in like five different hyrule field <laughs> field themes and it's so awesome imagine being just the you know because i forget do you know who they composed was it was the same guy as uh as the crypt of the necromancer so like imagine so, being like a yeah. you know indie game composer like you know you haven't yeah. done a ton of big things and then hey here's all of the zelda themes yeah. just remix everything do official do zelda whatever. remixes yeah, for us that yeah. would be so amazing yeah no i remember the the guitarist who did the guitar for crypt of the necrodancer which was awesome like electric guitar stuff he, he announced on social media i was following him and he's like can you officially say now i did the guitar on the new necrodancer game can't believe we got to work on an official zelda game this was so amazing and <laughs> you know getting to play a electric guitar version of gerudo valley and getting paid to do it is pretty awesome yeah, i'd imagine that, that is really cool. but yeah if you like rhythm games uh or you're just a big fan of the zelda series uh good to check out and um that's another game that's co-op too i think it was on sale recently i think i saw it oh, really? sale for like 20 bucks or something sweet so it was a little bit cheaper 
Yeah, no, it's so. de- definitely recommended. And it's if you're scared of roguelikes, don't be worried. This is a very kind of light roguelike where you don't lose all your progress whenever you die. The roguelike is more just replayability after you beat the game. You can restart the game with an entirely new map, and the map is different every time you play. Yeah. But cool. if you have a save file, it, it doesn't really you know punish you too much if you die. That's very nice. Yes. Um, well, that is most of the best games of 2019. Any other ones you want, you thought um, of as we were talking here? So the last have, one is kind of an indie review, which yeah, I'm kind yeah, of saving yeah. it. The, the only other game that I've played, been playing a fair amount of um, over the last couple of months, which this is a game that didn't come out this year, but I've been playing it, uh, mm-hmm. Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is a... Uh, how do I describe this? It is a... It's like a medieval 3D, game, right? Yeah, 3D action RPG um, set in like the 1400s, but the whole thing with it is is basically... This is all real history, so it takes place in a real place. Um, they did a ton of like research and stuff like that on the actual history of what happened. There's no magic or anything like that, um, so it's all completely. So uh, that's kind of a really interesting perspective, and then it's also that also plays into the actual gameplay because the gameplay is like all very realistic. Like if you get a cut, you have to like bandage yourself up and stuff oh, like wow. that. You can't hear. <laughs> so it, <laughs> so can it takes be a time. Little bit frustrated. <laughs> the combat is like very realistic. Like you have to real time you know parry and block so it's like like almost realistic to a fault yeah realistic to a fault so there's only a certain type of people who would enjoy this but i've kind of been going through it pretty slowly and the story is pretty interesting and once you kind of get the feel of things um you start to get into it i cannot i am a good person i cannot do the lock picking minigame is so hard (laughs) i spent an hour just trying there's like the the beginning of the game you have to do this hey it would probably take you over an hour in real life too nathan exactly it's like teaching you to do it and i spent an hour wait an hour on the tutorial no an hour yeah like in the tutorial thing doing it because like it only gave you a certain amount of lockpicks so i made a save and then i kept having to reload this because i kept breaking all my lockpicks (laughs) have you thrown your controller yet I did not throw my controller. I try not to do that because controllers are expensive to replace, but (laughs) I got very frustrated. So you're saying you need a lot of patience for this game? Patience, and I've just decided to be a good person. I'm not a thief because I'm not good enough to be a thief. (laughs) But I am enjoying it. It's a cool game. Um, I got it. And uh, it came out, I believe, last year. I think it came out in the kind of in the beginning part of last year. So it's a neat game if you enjoy kind of that that kind of time period and that kind of stuff as well so cool well i think i'll skip that because i'm not very patient usually when it comes <laughs> yeah to games. it probably would not be a game that i could recommend to you Jeff. Yeah. i'm sorry all right well our last kind of uh, game we wanted to highlight is one of the best games of 2019 uh is uh blazing chrome which um is actually you know we, we kind of set this up to be a an indie review we we got a, we got a steam codes for steam it, right? code yeah so rob has been playing it a lot uh, sally's not here this week i'm sure he'll share some more thoughts of what he what he thought and agreed with or disagreed with um when he's on the show next but um it is on xbox game pass that launched on there which i had no idea i was so excited when i saw it on there um so i actually uh played through the game uh this last week and uh finished it i think two days ago and man i'm just gonna say you know we're lumping this in with the best games of 2019 because this has definitely been one of my favorite experiences. Really? Okay. Um, what real, kind of game is it? It's a arcade um, kind of shoot 'em up similar to Contra or Metal Slug. And it's so, like side-scrolling yeah, side scrolling, you know, pixel art. Looks like okay. a game that came out in 1995, like mm-hmm. you know, right next to Bubble Bobble and Metal Slug and all these games. Um, it's basically apocalyptic future. Think kind of like Terminator. Robots have taken over the world, and you are basically part of the resistance, and you're just running through levels with a machine gun, destroying all the different robots and fighting the bosses at the end of each level. So mm-hmm. pretty pretty linear, pretty self-explanatory. If you see you know, a screenshot, I've, put, I've been posting some videos on Twitter about this game. It 
you're, you're pretty much getting what you see here. So if you have any kind of fondness for those kind of arc arcadey, you know, shoot 'em up um, side scrolling games, like you're gonna love this game. So, so I guess let me ask you one question: What makes this different from a game like Broforce or something like that? Yeah. Um, so Broforce had a lot of like kind of shorter levels, and the boss fights were just kind of like bullet sponges. wasn't really much to them. Yeah. Um, a game like this is there's not quite as many levels. The levels are a lot longer. Um, and that's actually kind of one of the things I was kind of bummed about because I beat the game. There's five main levels, so then a sixth stage, which is mostly just, you know, last boss fight. Um, and I wish there was more levels because I just wanted to keep playing it. Yeah. <laughs> but you could probably, like, I think I beat this game in under two hours, so it's not oh, super wow. long. So it's just, yeah. Well, um, I mean, if it's an arcade-style game. Yeah, which, you know, kind of makes sense with those old, I mean, Contra games were hard. It was long because you kept restarting. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so it's it's not super long, but yeah, the the boss fights in it are epic because they fill up like the entire screen, and you know there's transformations where you think you beat it, and you know something else happens, and you have to fight like a new version of the boss. So there's like some different mechanics. And yeah, like and just... and yeah, rather than just being a straight up uh, you know side scrolling um, shoot 'em up, there's different variety in each level. So like there's level where the first kind of part of it, you're on like a a motorcycle and you're riding around, you know, shooting. And, you know, you're moving around differently. There's one where you're in, like, a tunnel and you kind of move around, like, in a 3D, like, kind of pixely oh, space. Yeah. Okay. There's another one where you're on, like, a train. There's one where a guy in a chopper comes in. And you can, like, grab onto the chopper and, like, shoot as he's <laughs> carrying you around. Um, and then the kind of Metal Slug, really, part that really reminded me of that series was uh, there's a mech. There's a different mech in each level that comes kind of towards midway point of each level mm -hmm. and they all control differently and so you get to control these different mechs as well and each one is a little different and um there's a really cool spot on the the final level where you kind of go into like this like kind of almost tron world where it's like a grid where it's almost looks like tempest or something where it kind of has that fake 3d effect yeah i feel like i was playing a virtual boy game <laughs> like it was Wait, super did you cool tweet this out on your twitter? yeah i, I okay. put a little clip of it on okay. twitter i saw it on twitter and i was like is this yeah game? <laughs> yeah i don't want to say much because you know it's part of the last level of the game but really cool different little tiny like little one-off ideas that they do that just kind of are there for one little part of a level then they don't come back again which i love it when games do that yeah yeah um but yeah th this is a game it, it feels really good if you like i said if you liked contra metal slug you're gonna love this game it feels just like it uh, the soundtrack is awesome it's very retro that they, they have like little like voice bites in there that's all like distorted so it sounds like like a you know, think of like the Star Fox announcer or like the F-Zero announcer mm -hmm. and these old games, right? Where it's like a pixely, like kind of voice, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? Yes. Like it goes like blazing chrome when you start up like the main menu. Um, and then really if, if you like co-op and you want to play through a, a fun arcade game with someone, you play through this whole game in co-op and it's way more fun to play through with, with a friend. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, ultimately not a lot to complain about if you like these type of arcade games you're gonna love this game like i said i was bummed out that it was only six levels yeah. um i wish there was more but there are i did unlock new characters and there's i think there's a boss rush mode and difficulty so there's a little more to go back and explore and i already have gone back and replayed some of my favorite levels because they were so fun um and then there are four different types of upgrade guns you can get and mm -hmm. so you just find as you play through the level you can get a grenade launcher like a laser gun two two different other ones um and I really like those. I just wish there was more of them. Like, like I think of Metal Slug, right? There's the shotgun, the flamethrower. There's all these ridiculous yeah, guns that you can yeah. find. There's only really four in this one, so that's kind of a bummer. But um, you know, like in Metal Slug or Contra, 
if you die, you lose your power up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in this one, if you die, you only lose the power up if you had it equipped. Oh, really? Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. So like, let's say I find the grenade launcher. You don't equip it. I go to go out to my standard machine gun that you start with. Um, if I die two times before I get to the boss fight, that's fine. Now I get to the boss fight, I switch to my grenade launcher, and you can kind of save them that way. That's nice. Or if you know a boss yeah. is about to attack that you think you're about to die, you can quickly you're switch, like, you know? Oh, crap, switch it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can cycle between the four different weapons if you have them all currently unlocked on that character who's alive. So that's pretty nice. That is nice. But yeah, overall, really awesome game. One of my favorite games of 2019. Um, awesome to play through co-op. I played through uh, about half this game uh, in co-op. And if you like arcade shooters this is a game you're gonna love like i said it's on game pass you can check it on there if you have it i think it's 16 dollars on steam switch and uh playstation if you so it's on all the platforms yeah it's on all platforms um so yeah definitely check it out really really cool game and it's made by a really small team uh called joy masher they're out of brazil actually so so it's indie game you're supporting this really awesome little indie studio makes these retro styled games so yeah, definitely worth checking out. Blazing Chrome. And it has an awesome cutscene at the beginning, too, that talks about the apocalypse. And, well, the the secondary main character is in a converted uh, toaster with a mohawk who's like an android. Like, he's a converted toaster? toaster? Yes, who's been who'd been turned into like a full fully functioning robot with a mohawk with an attitude. So oh it just is like hilarious, like 90 tropes, like in this, <laughs> in this game that are great. So... Brave little toaster reboot. Exactly. You didn't know you needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, we'll jump kind of into what we're playing, kind of close out the show here. Um, I kind of talked a lot about Marvel. I play, played that a lot. Um, I've kind of kind of set aside because I played it so much those first couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to continuing to unlock those final secret characters and um, playing uh, when I have a bunch of friends over. I, I've only really played it two-player. I Well, I did four players split screen for a couple minutes when I had some friends over, but yeah. I want to sit down for like an hour and just play through like a stage or two with four people locally because I feel like that's what this game's gonna really be amazing. Yeah, but yeah, that was the best way to play the old ones. So. Yeah, exactly. So and it's funny he's played so many different characters and stuff. But uh, I, I did want to say I have officially started playing Resident Evil Four for the first time. So Wait, did you buy it? It's on Game Pass. <laughs> okay. As every game I play nowadays, game. apparently. Okay, well, um, Game Pass is a good deal. Yeah, because it's a game that uh, you know came out you know back in the GameCube, and I remember reading Nintendo Power, and they like put it like his like I think the second it's rated best M, right? Game. Yeah, it was rated yeah. M. It was the second best rated game I think Nintendo Power game. member past like only under like Ocarina of Time. Cause it was, like they were just raving about it and i i remember reading that issue and i was so mad that it, it yeah. was higher than wind waker and i was so <laughs> what oh yeah. my god well it was like you're on gamecube they ported it to everything PS2, else afterwards it, yeah, came to Wii eventually, and it's, it's and... been on practically every system yeah. by now so you know it's even on the switch um but yeah i've never actually played it i've always been kind of interested but i've heard nothing but amazing things but you know i've never wanted been interested enough to buy it yeah so yeah. i figured hey it's game pass i'll try it out um i'm only about a half hour in, so it kind of just oh, scratched okay, the surface. Okay. I was gonna say because I've I've played. Don't I played have a lot of impressions yet. College, and I only pl- I didn't beat it, but I played it maybe a third of the way yeah. through. So you're still in the village part. Yeah, so I'm just kind okay. of uh, going through the village and stuff like that. Yeah. Very early. Um, more just saying that I'm starting it and I'm excited to keep playing. I haven't lost interest yet after the first 30 minutes, like wow. I did with the original Resident Evil. That's impressive. So. That's good. I went back and replayed the original, and now I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, and I. I did not like it. So I'm a little more interested. The controls are very wonky and are 
I'm not used to. They have not updated those at all. But uh, other than that, like the port looks good, like it's in HD and stuff now, which is which is good. But yeah, so hopefully uh, next episode I'll have a little more update. Hopefully I I continue to like it. But sweet, I uh, let's see. I figure it's one of those games I should play at some point. Yeah, it's kind of a legacy, yeah, legacy game for sure. Um, What have I been playing? I I've played. I was just just actually on vacation in Montana, and so I played a bunch of Smash Brothers with my brothers. Wait, you didn't play Far Cry Five? Montana Far Cry? Um, I still have not played Far Cry 5 <laughs> or the Montana Far Cry. You're terrible Montanan. Yeah, I know. I know. But we, did play, we did play a bunch of Smash Brothers. That, um, that's always good. That's, that's which, the game to play when yeah, you're with exactly. Family. Which is really fun. I played... I don't have the D- DLC, but my brother has it, so I played Joker a lot and kind of got used to him. Um, he's Actually, I liked him more than I thought he would, because I remember he came out and everyone was like, Joker is not good. Like, why? Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> but he's kind of speedy. He has some interesting and unique attacks, so... Thought it was definitely interesting and we didn't we didn't talk about the hero yet but no exactly smash bros we could uh jump into that because yeah. smash bros had an update yeah big they... 4.0 update um main thing is they added hero in his stage and then they added an online tourney mode which is really really cool actually it, do you know because i was looking at the notes and i couldn't figure this out is mm-hmm. the online tourney mode is it only like you just enter it in or can you set yes. up an online it's tourney? not private so it's oh, only public i thought it was private online I wish wish it was private, maybe in the future. Yeah. But the yeah. cool thing is, is it kind of rotates the rule set. Mm-hmm. And so, like when it first launched, it was like kind of crazy. It was like all four v four or four player matches. Um, I think it was three stock items on random stage. Yeah. And so, like, I was doing really. Good. I got to the finals on the first tournament I did, and then I did the pack land stage. Oh my! I was like, this is why is this the finals of a tournament? <laughs> It's a, it can be a little chaotic, but the nice thing is each tournament's rotation is about half a day. And so, like, today, uh, I was playing a tournament, and it was 1v1, two lives, finalist nation only. So, like, depending on what's going on, like, you can either enter the tournament or not do it. But yeah. it's fun because every tournament, 64 players, the matchmaking's super fast between there. And, you know, you get little rewards after you do, like, little spirit rewards after each one. Um, so definitely check that out if you have online. That's cool. But... Yeah, cool. Hero is amazing. I So preface, I have only played one Dragon Quest game. It was on the Game Boy Color, and it was like a spinoff Dragon Quest. So it was called like Monster World or something. Like it was just about if like... You, if you recall, let me just pluck your... <laughs> prick your imagination, ladies and gentlemen. When the Hero was announced at uh, E3, Jeff was like, why are they doing this as a DLC character? Yes, like, I was not excited. so generic. His name is literally the hero. Like, this is such a terrible DLC. Yes, random movie. anime sword fighter. Just what exactly. we needed. We already have so many sword fighters. Um, and like I said, I don't like Dragon Quest. I have pretty much no experience with it. But he is so much fun to play because he's the most non-generic character. Like, my greatest fear was just another generic sword fighter, right? Yes. But he's not because his sword moves are actually kind of a fusion of... I'd say almost kind of a heavier sword fighter, kind of like a Link, Ike, uh, Roy, kind of some different moves, they kind have of similar good to those. Smashing power from the yeah, that some with good him. smash power. His aerials are really good. They have a lot of range. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of his uh, or his side B, his up B, and his neutral B all are chargeable. Um, yeah. So they shoot fireballs, do different lightning attacks. You shoot a tornado to jump up, and then his down B is the best part of all because his down B brings up a menu of four different random spells. And those four, I thought it was just going to be four spells, and, you know, you go through that. There's 17 different spells you can choose from. It just brings four randomly up, and you pick one. And these range from blowing yourself up to do massive damage to other people around you, turning yourself into metal, and you can't move for some reason. 
having Hocus Pocus, which is literally a random effect, could be good or bad. <laughs> I've turned it like a super mushroom on an online match before oh using gosh. Hocus Pocus. There's a guy who got turned invincible with the superstar. I've seen a guy who did it and just wasted all of his magic and did nothing. So, like, it's so fun because this is, like, RNG the character. Like, it's just so much random yeah. and, like, blind luck is in this character that makes him so unpredictable and so much fun to play. And so many of his moves are incredibly powerful. But, like I said, with the spell, you have to bring up a menu and navigate through all four different moves and pick which one you want. And this is in the middle of combat. So, if you're fighting someone in 1v1, you have, like no time to do this right yeah so it's really hard to pull them off which is how it kind of balances it and then it has a magic meter too so like you can't just keep spamming your really awesome spell moves you have to do like neutral attacks um to build up your magic meter and if you waste all your magic meter you can't really recover so but anyways he seems really overpowered he seems really cool and i'm really liking him so far okay so as soon as he came out, everyone was like, oh my gosh, OP, please nerf. Do yes. You, he's obviously fun. Do you think he's, like, OP still, like, in, like, a week, do you think people will still be, like, he's OP, or will people um, I think I think there will be some some nerfs, some adjustments they'll make to okay. him, because some of his moves just literally, he has multiple moves that take over 40% damage, and that's not even including, like, if he gets a critical hit. Yeah. For th- this character, he's the only character in the game that does this. Some of his moves will just, the smash attacks will randomly... There's a random chance of being a critical hit, which is more knockback and uh, power. I've KO'd people with a smash attack at, like, 50% just because it was a critical hit. Oh, wow. So, like, hey, you got a critical hit. You won the match. Great. So, it's kind of random. And then he has some one-hit KO moves that are also random-based, too. So, um, I think think he is a little bit too powerful right now. But then again, like you said, he's new. People don't know how to really play as him or play against him. So, we'll kind of wait and see how the dust settles. Um but honestly, if you're not playing online right now, even if you don't have the hero, yeah. go play online because there's so many heroes online and it makes it fun because this is my favorite time to play Smash games online is because new character. new character comes out, everyone is learning how to play as a character and everyone yeah. is learning how to play against that character. So it's really, really fun, unpredictable, and is, is a really fun time to play online. So yeah. I've, I've been enjoying uh, taking them online and, and playing a lot. But Sweet. Yeah, nice. and he comes with... Eight, eight songs from Dragon Quest. I don't know any of them. They, they seem fine. Um, <laughs> his stage is pretty You're cool. You're a Dragon Quest fan. I'm sure they're very Yeah, no, I, I did see that. I looked through the set list. They're all from tons of different Dragon Quest games. So, like, from a lot of the older games, and there's remixes of from the newer games. And, obviously, I think 11 is coming out on Switch later this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then each... The cool thing is, too, is actually kind of like Robin, right, where there's a female and, and male Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four different hero characters and each one has a different voice actor and different little oh, aesthetic neat. things okay. Okay. um so that, that is really cool they put a lot of time into that and his stage is kind of flies around it's pretty standard stage pretty cool but dude this means that the next officially next dlc character is banjo, banjo. i'm so excited because i mean like i said i don't like persona i don't like dragon quest joker was fine he wasn't he, he yeah. was it wasn't that fun to play i mean i he was okay in my opinion here i'm really really enjoying playing um and I didn't like those series. So, like, getting Banjo and seeing these two characters, how they've done a pretty good job, and a series I actually love. Oh, so excited. It's going to be great. And I just want to hear all the Banjo music in Smash. Because I love Banjo music. <laughs> and see the stage. Stage will be great. There should, hopefully there's a track that just is like, <laughs> <laughs> We will get the Banjo rap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with Banjo for sure. But, uh but yeah, um, definitely think Hero's worth it. Um, you get the Fighter's Pass, which comes with everything. Um, or I think he's six bucks if you buy him in stage by himself. Cool. 
Oh, and it comes with a spirit board too. I played through oh, all those today. Okay. There's, I think, seven seven spirit battles, and like I said, I don't learn anything about Dragon Quest, but they were all really fun, and I could tell the theming of them was really cool. It was better than the Joker one. The Joker one was like play through all these different random high school characters, and I'm like, I, these aren't interesting or fun <laughs> to me. The Dragon Quest ones get really insane. Like, there's like a Kirby that's supposed to be a liquid metal slime, oh. <laughs> and so he's a metal Kirby who has a speed boost and. Ref- dodges all reflectals and you only have 30 seconds to take 50 hp off oh <laughs> so it's super like crazy Gosh, like spirit ridiculous. battles yeah nice but really fun um if you listen to this and you want to play smash bros with us join up on our discord uh, you can find the link in the show's description we'd love to to get together and play some uh, smash bros especially now that the new character is out and uh you know it's a good place to chat and uh, play games i've been playing rocket league with some people on the discord there as well but uh yeah Nathan, anything else to say before we uh, close out? No. Enjoy enjoy the last part of summer. Play some games. And uh, have a great week. Yep. We will leave you with the Snowbase uh, track from Blazing Chrome's official soundtrack. Enjoy, and see you next time. Yeah.